Today's goddess represents pure, unconditional motherly love. She is Mother Mary. Hello, goddesses and everybody. Welcome to episode number 17 of Goddess Chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am Nicole and this is Miss Gigi. Hello. (laughs) There it is. Well, how about you all join us as we drink some tea and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. Yes, and if you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. Remember, you can also find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos or email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. And I know, right? As we always (laughs) say, the best way to show your support for the show at this point is to please reach out to us, rate and review us. Also, word of mouth is priceless. It is. And, you know, with that Yahoo.com little um, um, announcement you just gave, it made me think of the old (laughs) commercials back in the day. I'm going to age myself, but they would go, Yahoo! (laughs) (laughs) So that is how you can announce us to everyone, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We're we're aging ourselves. We're taking long pauses. I'm sorry about this. Let's grab our tea and let's chat. Are you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> tea time, tea time, ba, 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 tea time. We're going like to have to have, yeah, we're going to have to have like a full on like instrumental, um, you know, big band <laughs> tea time intro that we're going to create eventually oh eventually okay if anyone out there is really good at like making little jingles or music something make us a tea time one yes <laughs> i'll have to get james on it because he loves to um you know change up his musical repertoire with the songs that he hears daily and lately he's been doing a kuna matata <laughs> but i just hear like there's no worries for the rest of your day. So he gets like all big. With it. Oh, God. And I'm like, what are you singing? And then I realized it was a Kuna Matata. I'm like, all right, you are really switching it up today, dude. So. <laughs> He's like, um, mother, it's the acoustic version. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> He's all day today too. He was singing patty cake in a really funny way. And I was just like listening. I'm like, what are you saying? And then I heard him roll it and pat it, you know, and doing that part of it. And I was like, oh, it's patty cake. I mean, I'm like, you were, you know, this musical, you know, switch up on me. It's really throwing me off here, but I'm enjoying it. So. <laughs> it's like, um, it's open to artistic uh, interpretation, mother. Yes, Thank yes, you. yes. Uh, my, my lyrical expression. Okay. So. Oh my gosh, that kid, <laughs> that kid. I'm telling you, he is a cutie, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> too, too much. Well, tea time. Um, I'm actually just having a nice rose tea today just oh, relaxing nice. yeah because i'm gonna go nice. take a nap after this oh yeah. very nice <laughs> you're going to work so that'll be okay. i am i'm actually just sipping on some water right now so i didn't want to give you guys you know all oh, that no. energy like, no, <laughs> no coffee Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay 
was like, you know what? I might need to give them a break. Um <laughs> she's fun though okay she can come out every other episode how's that all right yeah see yeah. when i'm it's it's hard because it's on the days that i'm working i don't have like all my tea options yeah. and so i gotta make do with what i have available so i'm gonna have to make a habit um if we are going to record on days that i have work of stopping and picking up a tea from somewhere or bringing some with me and trying to brew it oh <laughs> yeah you could do that i just gotta put a little travel. bit more effort in yeah my little yeah. i'll have to have my travel tea you're like um this is my travel pouch thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> well good yeah i don't have any housekeeping or anything like housekeeping so, housekeeping yeah so uh are you you want to say anything else? Are you ready to get into? No, I think this I'm comment? ready. Let's talk about Mother Mary. Our sources for today's goddess are Britannica.com, which had an article written by Jaroslav Jan Pelikan. Nicely I really done. Hope, I hope that's correct, but I we'll see. <laughs> um, um, Catholic.org, learningreligions.com, which was an article by Whitney Hopler, and Sacred Mothers and Goddesses by Claudia Olivos, and Goddess Guidance Oracle by Doreen Virtue. Well, her name, which is Mary is also known as Miriam, which is her name in the New Testament. She is the queen of all angels, Saint Mary the Virgin, the Blessed Virgin Mary, Saint Mary, Mary, Mother of God, or the Virgin Mary. She is believed by many to be the greatest of all Christian saints. The Virgin Mother was, after her son, exalted by divine grace above all angels and men. Can you imagine putting all those names on a driver's license? (laughs) You know, it makes me think of Game of Thrones, which you didn't see, but um, (laughs) the the mother of dragons, the like she, so um, her name is Daenerys in the show and um, she ends up marrying Cal Drogo, I believe. And then she ends up having this like list of names when they announce her. And (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool. It's so epic, you know, it's like you get a whole like paragraph, you know, introduction before you say hello. So. <laughs> All right, we got to come up with some new names. That's that's the thing. Mother of <laughs> Nicole, Mother of exalted one of flowers. No. <laughs> exalted flower worshiper. Mother of torties. And I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, a little history about Mary's life. Mary's life and role in the history of salvation is foreshadowed in the Old Testament, while the events of her life are actually recorded in the New Testament. Hmm. Tradition, right? So I'm not very versed in the Bible, but I was raised Roman Catholic. So mm, a little bit is familiar, but I'm like, I'm not the expert. Yeah. <laughs> we're so, not the expert in anything. Sorry, no, guys. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> we're again, as telling you that. <laughs> always stressed, we are learning, 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 learning. <laughs> well, traditionally, she was declared the daughter of Saint, and I looked this up, Joachim, Joachim, or Kim, I think it is, Joachim and Anne. I like how her father's name is this like exotic name, and then you have Anne. Yeah. <laughs> so, and with an E. Okay. okay. So. 
<laughs> Mary was born in Jerusalem, and Mary was also presented in the temple and actually took a vow of virginity. While living in Nazareth, Mary was visited by the archangel Gabriel, who announced to her that she would become the mother of Jesus by the Holy Spirit. Which I think at the time she was like 15, too. So I Ooh. kudos to her. Oh, yeah, wow. Like, Man. Yeah. So at the time that she uh, was told that she was going to be the mother of Jesus, she was actually engaged to a man named Joseph, as we all know. Although she faced an extraordinarily odd situation, Mary had great faith in her role on earth, and she married Joseph. One day, she actually went to visit her cousin, Elizabeth, who was burying St. John the Baptist. Acknowledged by Elizabeth as the mother of God, Mary intoned the Magnificat which is actually a song of salvation. And I looked it up. It's a very beautiful, huh. like, it, kind of like poem, song, you know, just basically her saying she is blessed by God. And uh -huh. that was my very terrible Cliff Notes version. <laughs> I love it. No, that's, that's helpful. Well, we're fast forward in a little bit when she's about to give birth to Jesus. So during that time, when Emperor Augustus declared a census throughout the vast Roman Empire, Mary and St. Joseph went to Bethlehem, which is his city of lineage, as he belonged to the house of David. There, Mary gave birth to Jesus and was visited by the three kings. Hence, Christmas time! Jingle bells, <laughs> jingle bells. The reason I did that is because I had it all in capitals with an exclamation point. I was like, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, James would be doing the same thing. I mean, ever since Christmas, it's Christmas 24-7. So. Oh, as it should be. <laughs> I don't know. Christmas, Yule time, I love that. It's just, it's such a magical time. And he's a Christmas baby. His birthday's only two weeks prior. So true, it's his month. True. It's his month. Yes. Aww. Well, Mary and Joseph actually presented Jesus in the temple where St. Simeon, and I looked that one up too, rejoiced and Mary received words of sorrows to come later. Warned to flee, St. Joseph and Mary went to Egypt to escape the wrath of King Herod. They remained in Egypt until King Herod died and then returned to Nazareth. Nothing is really known of Mary's life during the next years except for a visit to the temple of Jerusalem, at which time Mary and Joseph sought the young Jesus who was in the temple with the learned elders. The actual first recorded miracle of Jesus was performed at a wedding in Cana, and Mary was instrumental in calling Jesus' attention, or Christ's attention, to the need. Mary was presented or I'm sorry, Mary was present at the crucifixion in Jerusalem. And there she was given into, or I'm sorry, she was given to John the Apostle's care. I don't know why I write things so complicated sometimes, Nicole. Come on. It's okay. Together. It's okay. You know, you're trying to like get out all those good Everything verbs in... and adjectives and just be very good with your English knowledge. So. Thank you. <laughs> so a little Cliff Notes version of that. Basically, Mary was, of course, she was one of the two Marys. The other Mary was Mary Magdalene that was present at the crucifixion. And Which, um, I mean, rough to have to watch your yes. child go through that, no matter how old they are. And she, I as mean, it said before, you know, she kind of knew this was all going to happen, you know? So, yeah. So she was prepared, but still like to know that it's just, yeah. Ugh. yeah. And so at that time she was given into the care of John the apostle. So he, he assisted her and took care of her. Mm -hmm. She was also with the disciples in the days before the Pentecost. And it is also believed that she was present at the resurrection and ascension. 
of Jesus. So interesting. I I wonder mm-hmm. where Joseph was for all of this. He was hanging out at home. Yeah, I mean, because he's like her ride or die. I mean, mm-hmm. he's gone through a lot with her, and yeah. <laughs> you know, and just believed and trusted and had faith, and and then she sat there. And just dealt with all this. I mean, geez, that's a lot. But well, I think that it attests to a mother's love. Oh yeah, a the unwavering yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Will sit in, like we said in the beginning, unconditional love. So whereas the oh, father may go home and mm-hmm. you know just grieve in his own way, the mother will sit there and just wait because she she knew he was coming back. You know what's really sad is hmm. some of the best kind of images of mothers and that just unwavering love are the mothers of like serial killers <laughs> who like protect them and they're just like this is my son though and they just like they they will protect them and try to like have you know faith that they are good people still at the heart mm-hmm. of it and I mean just it's it's horrible to think of you know because it does happen but those mothers like but this is my child you know and yeah oh <laughs> Jeez. A dark turn. Okay. I did I did but it's true I mean that is like yeah. sh- that is strong love you know yeah that's mama bear love no matter mm-hmm. what definitely it's mama crazy bear. yeah so there actually really was no scriptural reference to Mary's uh, last years on earth according to some tradition she went to Ephesus where she was, um, where she basically experienced her, and they say in quotes, unquote, dormation. So that means essentially her falling asleep or her death. Another tradition states that she remained in Jerusalem. The belief that Mary's body was assumed into heaven is one of the oldest traditions of the Catholic Church. So being Italian, and if anyone knows any Italians out there, one of the biggest days is in August. It's the Feast of the Assumption. So um, here in Ohio, in Cleveland, there's a little area called Little Italy, and they completely close that area down. And they have this massive parade where they have this stunning statue of the Virgin Mary and just flowers and all these old Italian women are walking with it and walking through oh, the wow. streets. And so they're they're celebrating her ascension up in to heaven um i remember watching it and i was just like i was like so gobsmacked i'm like this is amazing it was just it was it was like my first touch of something that was like ritualistic you know it was just yeah i've never seen anything like that so that's really really interesting No, it was, it was amazing. So following the signs and the guidance from her visions and actually never wavering in her belief with faith in a divine plan, Mary watched her son grow to be a great teacher and later be tortured and crucified. So again, you know, I mean, there's a lot of mothers out there that watch their children go through rough times and hopefully they get out of it. Sometimes they don't. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, I always feel for the families. Yes. You know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's terrible. So she supported his work, even though she knew his faith. And after his death, she continued to spread his message of love, which I was like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, she was actually, and this is another thing, and I highlighted the heck out of it because I always really connected with the Virgin Mary because I, growing up Roman Catholic, you know, always go to church and the churches were always kind of, in my opinion, scary because there were all these cr- big statues up and, you know, the depiction of the crucifixion and everything. And I was just like, what is this? But Mary's statue 
I always was drawn to. And I think it was um, one of the churches that was in North Hollywood when I lived there and when I lived in California, it had this statue of the Virgin Mary and she was just sitting there and I think she was holding Jesus. And I was just like, I would always go and pray to that statue. I just always was drawn to the Virgin Mary. So she was actually judged and chastised as a whore and a liar in regards to the virgin birth. Women are always getting thrown under the bus. Exactly, exactly. So she was on a holy mission, Uh but she also, you know, had to kind of take people's opinions, unfortunately, you know. Um, And it was not until actually the beginning of the fifth century after the Council of the Hephaestus that she became important to the Christian church, which I'm like, oh, my gosh. When she was actually introduced to the Americas, Mary transformed the religious landscape and quickly melded into a local cultural, basically local, or she melded into the local culture, replacing their goddesses. So I thought it was kind of, so kind of for me, little did I know that I had that need for goddess worship and was interested in goddesses because I was always drawn to the Virgin Mary, you know? Yeah, definitely. And um, let's see, I lost my place. Okay, she's actually worshipped and adored to this day as a deity in her own right with rituals, processions, as I told you, and festivals all around the world. Mother Mary is innocent, pure love, which is inclusive, unconditional, and without judgment or jealousy. She is surrender, gentleness, comfort, and peace. Mary supports and understands us as she can relate to our human pain and suffering. Suffering, Boy, can she relate to us. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I mean, just being, you know, chastised, having to watch her son go through so many things. It's just, yeah, suffering yeah. to a T. But one of her, her biggest qualities is she actually offers protective and soothing energy as she loves us unconditionally for all eternity. I'm like, oh. The New Testament's account of her humility and obedience to the message of God have made her an exemplar. Exemplar? I believe so. Mm -hmm. Yes. Has made her an exemplar of all ages of Christians. Out of the details supplied in the New Testament by the Gospels about the Maid of Galilee, Christians pitied and theology have constructed, or I'm sorry, Christian pitied? Piety. Pitied? Piety. (laughs) How about Mm -hmm. this? Theology has constructed a picture of Mary that fulfills the prediction ascribed to her in the Magnificat. Cat. Gosh, what is that? I, now it's rubbing off on me. You earlier. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah. You know, um, it's just it, a lot of these words. Remember Old Testament, New Testament, long time ago. So, <laughs> yes. so um, little side note, there's actually a school in this area called Mag- Magnificat. And I never knew it was something for the Bible, like when I was younger. And so I was like, why is it a Magnificat? I don't understand. Why is the cat so magnificent? <laughs> so that actually came from Luke 148. And this is a quote from it. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed, which I thought was so beautiful. Oh, that is. Yeah. (laughs) I ruined all of that, but that's okay. No, no, no. I mean, it is a lot of verbiage. It's a tongue twister. Even when I was reading through it earlier, I was getting, you know, caught up on the words at times because, you know, it's just a lot of the words are old and it's it's just not the way we talk anymore so it's hard yeah but now we're gonna then, talk yeah. oh yeah 
yeah, just it's, it's, it's hard. We're yeah. doing good. I'm proud of <laughs> Thank you. you. I'm proud of you. Yes. <laughs> so a little bit about her appearance and art. In art, Mary is traditionally portrayed in blue. And her other attributes are a blue mantle, a crown of 12 stars, pregnant woman, roses, and or a woman with child, which is, you know, like all the Madonna pictures, Mm -hmm. um, which I've always thought were really cool. And I didn't realize for a long time that they were meant to be the Virgin Mary because I always knew them as the Madonna, you know, and I was not raised in a very religious household. Um, We went to church, I think, for Easter and Christmas, and we said our basic grace before dinner, which was like pretty much like God is good. Let me have this food type thing, you know, (laughs) and I think we said a few prayers. We were never baptized or anything like that. So we were just, you know, I was never familiar with any of this. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember when I was young, some of our best friends were Catholic and they invited me to go to service with them one time. And it was my first time in a Catholic church and I was just blown away by the colors and the music. And I was just like, what is this? This is amazing. It's so. Some of the old churches are magnificent. It's, they are yes. And, you know, when I went to church, it was just like this big auditorium with like blue, brown carpet, you know, and just not very pretty. And it was just you know, they would just read the scripture. So going from like a really like drab Christian church that we would attend maybe twice a year to this like colorful explosion with music and everything. It was amazing. And so, and that was my first time seeing that mother Mary was Mm -hmm. um, worshiped more than, than Jesus Christ. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think in the Christian church, it's more about Jesus. And then the Catholic church is more about Mary. That's what I was understanding at that age um mm-hmm. and so but yeah the, the mother mary pictures and and images are always so beautiful so comforting as you said um yes. and so you know she definitely exudes that within them and um hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of pieces of marian artwork and sculptures have been created over the years from the best and the most brilliant artists such as michelangelo and botticelli all the way to simple peasant artists. And some of the most early examples of the veneration of Marius documented at the catacombs of Rome. Ooh. And catacomb paintings show the Mary, show Mary the Blessed Virgin with her son. So it's, you know. There's so much I want to see in the world. We have it, to like go on. Because <laughs> Gigi and I, are our partners um, are not travelers. So mm-hmm. if we do go anywhere, Gigi and I are going to travel. So <laughs> definitely. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, every time, like when I went to Europe and just got to explore all the different cathedrals and churches, it's just seeing all the stained glass and the stories and scriptures presented in the glass. It's it's breathtaking. And to see all of that with withstanding wars and, you know, and just so much weather and years for centuries, you know, and still standing there and being worshipped. It's amazing. It's mind blowing because we don't have that as Americans. We don't have the culture. I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's like, we don't have that, you know, where you go down the street and there's a beautiful temple that was from like Roman time, you know, and don't. And also the, um, the, architecture and just the the art of creating those things has been lost 
and not able to be recreated to this day. Um, yes. There's this one cathedral I went to that was just full of stained glass and they still cannot replicate the stained glass and figure yeah. out how they made it. <laughs> I want to this this yeah, I wanna go to Spain because oh um, I remember when yes. our friend Ruby went to Spain, she would bring back pictures and it's just some of those chapels and those cathedrals. God, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And as much as, you know, the Catholic church, you know, has its um, negativity with, um, you know, their priests and whatnot, you know, there, there's no negative connotation in the news here and there with the Vatican at times as well. I still would love to go see the Vatican. Just, oh my, you know, absolutely. Just, it's just, just for the history and the appreciation of that. Um, I mean, cause with every religion, you're going to have things that are not liked and at the base of it, you know, almost every religion has the same ideology, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. so it's just like, it's, it's crazy how we have so many wars and so much hate against each other for not believing in the same thing. Yeah. When, when all, as, as the core of it into, is similar. <laughs> exactly. When we get into the next section, it's exactly what you're saying. It's all oh, these yes. different um, religions that you're like, I never knew that they believed in that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, we are all pretty similar. As same as, you know, just being human beings, we may look different on the outside, but we all bleed the same color. So that's right. Yep. We all hopefully have a heart. Hopefully. Hopefully we're not the Grinch. <laughs> Some people might not. Or the Tin know. Man. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. Well, a couple of um, miracles that happened during Mary's life on Earth. The Catholics believe that when Mary was conceived, she was miraculously free of original sin. So originally, little side note, guys, um, I had in here miraculously free of the taint of original sin. And I was like, I got to take taint out. I just can't. <laughs> but, but, you know, I kind of like it because it's true. I mean, as you know, the fact that taint is still kind of like a nasty word today, it is, yeah. you know, like it was, it was just taint. Like, she was tainted. I, I'm like, I won't make it through that. And then of course I tell you about it. <laughs> it's okay. There so. was another line coming up that I read that I, I laughed at and I'm probably going to laugh thing. at again. So just wait. <laughs> we are 12 years old. Shh, don't so. tell them. <laughs> so she was free of original sin that had affected every other person in history except Jesus Christ. That belief is called the miracle of the immaculate conception. Muslims believe that Mary was miraculously a perfect person from the moment of her conception onward. Islam says that God gave Mary special grace when he first created her so that she could live a perfect life. Hmm. Which I thought was interesting. All Christians, both Catholic and Protestant and Muslims, believed in the miracle of the virgin birth, in which Mary conceived Jesus Christ as a virgin through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, is it this next part that you were? No, just wait. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about. (laughs) The Bible records that Gabriel, the archangel of revelations, who Gabriel's just always so badass to me like that. So Gabriel visited Mary to inform her of God's plan for her to serve as Jesus's mother on earth. In Luke 134 through 135 describes part of their conversation. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you 
and power, stop it, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I'm okay, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> I can't believe that's what it says. The Holy yeah. Spirit will come on you. <laughs> yeah. Which I understand. It's them not. I not know. Them, I know. But, you know, that will basically appear, you know. But I know. I know. As soon as I read it, I went, her. Okay. <laughs> like, you got this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's try to say that sentence again in an honorable way without giggling. Okay. Because, <laughs> okay. again, we. I mean, like I said, I was raised Roman Catholic. My my father is still Catholic. I have a tremendous amount of respect and love for Catholics. We are not making fun of it, but it's it, when you read something like that, you kind of have to giggle. Okay, yeah. here we go. I'll do it again. <laughs> so Mary asked, how will this happen since I'm a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will visit you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so that the Holy One will be born and called the Son of God. There we go. There it is. You know what? Actually, I have a little quick story to add in. Um, Talk to me. Like I had said before that we weren't raised religious. We were never mm-hmm. baptized or anything like that. I went through a little um, spiritual kind of dilemma when I was, I think, around 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking, oh my gosh, you know, that means I'm going to hell because I was never baptized. What am I supposed to do? And I don't know how I found out, but I talked to someone or read this somewhere. And um, I had learned that if you prayed and asked God to repent your sins, that Mm -hmm. you could in a way baptize yourself if you ask them to, you know, cleanse you and of your sins and whatnot. And so I was like, okay, I will do this, you know, to try to give myself some leverage into heaven. Um, And I sat there and it was bedtime. It was dark, you know, and I just laid there in the dark and I, and I said this little prayer and I mean, I swear that this really happened. Maybe my mind was playing games with me, but I felt this cold air go into my right ear and Mm -hmm. travel like down my arm, down my fingertips, up and down my leg and then up and then down my other leg and then up and down my other arm and then up and out through my left ear as if the Holy Spirit came through my body and cleansed it all. And I remember feeling that and being weirded out, but feeling really invigorated. And I was like, I wonder if I could do it again. And I tried again the next night doing the same prayer and then nothing happened. And I'm like, well, I guess it only happens once because you only get baptized once or or, or cleansed once, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, to this day, I I believe that this happened to me (laughs) and, you know, maybe it did, maybe it didn't, maybe my mind was playing games with me, but I still remember that sensation of having this, you know, spirit travel through my body. Maybe it was actually the goddess blowing in your ear going, take care of mother nature. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. She was just like, no, I'm going to have, give me, I'm going to give you um, other jobs throughout your life to take care of and to do. So (laughs) honestly, if you think about it, that's really beautiful. That like an 11 year old wants to, to find some kind of a religion. I used to actually, I had a rosary that I had from my first communion and I would say like the, the B, I can't remember it. 
I think it's the, the rosary beads, like you would pray with yes. those. Mm-hmm. And I was probably that age doing them at night. And my mom's like, it's a little creepy seeing a kid with rosary beads. Like that. <laughs> she's yeah. in the room and I'm praying. She's like, oh man, what's going on with this kid? So it yeah. makes sense once I started reading more about different spirituality and things like that. She's like, okay, now that makes sense because mm-hmm. you just are interested in the whole concept of it. I just, yeah, all definitely. of it fascinates me. It really does. It really does. It's very interesting, all the different ideologies throughout the world. Absolutely. Well, in the Quran, um, Mary's conversation with the angel is actually described in chapter three, Ali Imran, verse 47. She says, oh, my Lord, how shall I have a son when no man hath touched me? He says, even so, God creates what he wills. When he has decreed a plan, he but says to it, be, and it is. I so never like, knew okay. that the Quran and the Muslim religion believed in the Virgin Mary. So that's really, I, really cool. Yeah. I'm very ignorant about all of it. I mm-hmm. don't know. So since Christians believe that Jesus Christ was God incarnated on earth, they considered Mary's pregnancy and birth to be part of a miraculous process of God visiting a suffering planet to redeem it. I like that that idea of that. Mm-hmm. The Catholic and Orthodox Christians believe that Mary was miraculously taken to heaven in an unusual way. So like the death of Mary always fascinates me, and this is going to kind of explain it. Catholics believe in the miracle of the Assumption, like I said, the Feast of the Assumption, which means that Mary didn't die a natural human death, but was assumed both body and soul from earth into heaven while she was still alive. Like she just like evaporated? Yes. Yes. She just rose up to heaven. Um, And it's funny because with the Feast of the Assumption, it's always, um, you know, it has that beautiful religious undertone and it's, you know, run by the church and everything. But there's always like a casino and there's always food and all this other Italian stuff. (laughs) All these other sins amongst it. (laughs) So in my little kid mind, I was like, is this part of it? You're like, gambling, gluttony, let's go. (laughs) Italians, I'm telling you. (laughs) Love my people. So Orthodox Christians believed in the miracle of dormation, which this is kind of cool too, which means that Mary did die naturally and her soul went to heaven while her body stayed on earth for three days before being resurrected and taken up into heaven. Oh, like in the vein of her son. Exactly. So it's it's all very similar. Just everyone has a different way of saying it, explaining it, as we've learned, you know, with every kind of religion. So that's just it's these are all things that I honestly never really knew. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, as much as one can, you know, follow a religion or or read that um, that holy book of that religion, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a lot of words. It's a lot of things. And you don't remember a lot of those (laughs) little notes in there and honestly wherever you you know what church you go to or you know because like with um catholics they have the ccd which is like you know i think all i know is i hated going to it it was where you learned the bible basically and i hated going to it so my mom had to take me to taco bell afterwards so it was always taco tuesday (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then finally it got to a point because i was never confirmed catholic i did my communion but then i got to a point where i was like i just i don't want to do this and she's like i'm not gonna make you you know oh okay um, But if you think about it, you're learning from these other people. So their interpretation of what's in that book. So what they find is important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can read the book and 
interpreted a different way or this or that, you know, yeah. so it's, it's that same idea with, you know, how some people are, are very um, extreme into their religion yes. and they choose to believe and um, to s- only speak upon certain ideas within it mm-hmm. um, and then ignore others. And, yeah. and it hurts a lot of people when they do that. Because if you were to yeah. believe every single thing for what it is, there's a lot of things that are outdated. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, so we do definitely need to, like, look at our interpretations in a different light in this day and age. Exactly. Well, a little bit more about worshiping and celebrating. You can actually call on Mother Mary to help manifest goals and wishes into reality. When you need to feel loved, safe, and at peace, for motherly love, support, and guidance, and to help you heal from emotional or spiritual wounds caused by poor parenting. And when you need help in mothering children, whether they are biological or spiritual, which, you know, that is, that is very nice to hear because there are a lot of people that suffer from poor parenting and to have Mm -hmm. like a mother that they can look upon in a religious aspect is very helpful. And um, some activities and rituals that you can do to, um, call on mother mary would be um invoke the comforting rose light energy of mother mary to surround and nurture you open your heart and feel the warmth of her love she says i am here to wipe away your tears and to push you forward to your goals and dreams believe in yourself and your power to manifest have faith i will Mm. go with you hold your hand and guide and comfort you with every step you take you are my blessed child, perfect all along. Aww, I love you, Mama Mary. <laughs> <laughs> you can also combine vis- visualization and prayer to call forth manifestations for the highest good of all. And you can trust in Mother Mary's energy to make the best decisions for every aspect of children's lives, remembering that good mothering is only possible when you take care of your own needs as well. Which GG. I need to remember that. <laughs> Constantly doing that. Um, so quick, a uh, couple of the feast days. We have January 1st, which is Mary, Mother of God Day, I guess. I don't know. Um, February 11th is Our Lady of Lourdes. Um, that one, I don't remember remember what that one's about but I know that there's like a little shrine here that we went to when I was a kid and you could get like your holy water filled up okay I always thought the name Lourdes was cool and then when Madonna named her kid that I was like sweet oh yeah it makes sense so you know like Madonna and Lourdes I like it okay yeah Uh, May 13 our lady of Fantima I think that might be from like one of the those Brazil Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Or something, yeah. Uh, May 31st, Visitation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. August 15th, The Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. August 22nd, Queenship of Mary. Uh, September 8th, Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. December 8th, Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And December 12th, Our Lady of Guadalupe. I never knew there were so many days to celebrate her. Mm-hmm. Nor did I. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes wow. sense. Wow. Well, some correspondences that are associated with the Mother Mary. Some symbols would be a rose, white or blue velvet mantle with white candles, Mother Mary and angel images and statues, a Catholic rosary, and a dish of holy water. Colors would be green, black, light blue, purple, magenta, indigo, and yellow. Incense would be the classics, myrrh, sandalwood, frankincense, bezoin, and bezoin incense. Geranium, rose, orange, and lemongrass oils. 
gemstones would be rose quartz, pink tourmaline, um, parasolite, azurite, blue lace agate, angel aura quartz, rainbow obsidian, and sunstone. Some ah, those fruits, are all gorgeous. Oh, they are, yeah. Some mm -hmm. fruits, flowers, and herbs are apples, plums, dates, figs, persimmons, pomegranates, olives, and almonds, lilies, and clematis, especially Madonna lilies and virgin bower clematis, hmm. green anemones, cyclamen, roses, irises, and rosemary. And she is the patron saint of... Um, sorry, Mary is considered to be the patron saint of all humanity, as well as groups that include mothers, blood donors, travelers, and those who work in the travel industry, such as airplane and ship, ship crews, um, cooks, and those who work in the food industry, construction workers, people who make clothes, jewelry, and home furnishing, furnishings, numerous places and churches worldwide, and people who are seeking spiritual enlightenment. So Ooh, the, the everyday person, everything. the everyday person, yeah. right? No right worries. now, I'm going to read you a little bit from the Sacred Mothers and Goddesses by Claudia Olivos. When you need reassurance and faith and your heart needs strengthening from all you have suffered, be held in the energy of perfect, unconditional motherly love. Believe in yourself and your dreams. When you feel as though you will never reach that goal. Remember that you have faith and even faith the size of a mustard seed and you will see it manifested. Have faith in yourself and the eternal love of the divine. Your visions and thoughts have the power to create and heal, to restore you to wholeness of mind, body, and soul. Remember inner healing does not have to be painful or and tiresome. Honor your feeling and begin to tr your transformation by realizing what you need to let go of. Once you do let go of that, fill that empty space with something else. Do not give attention to the things you don't desire. Instead, pull all your attention into what you do desire. Have faith. It will come to pass and it is done. My desire is to actually spell check our script before I give it to you. <laughs> Sorry. I saw that the feelings. Man. Yeah. It says feeling, feeling sand. sand. So I would like to feel yeah. some sand beneath my toes right now, but <laughs> just so you know, that's how good Gigi is. She read that and just went right over it. Oh my goodness. So this one, uh, the goddess guidance Oracle by Doreen Virtue. This was the only Oracle deck that I had when um, I first moved back here and my mom was really ill. Mm -hmm. And maybe twice a week I would get this card. And so it's it's a very special one for me. So I may cry mm -hmm. a tiny bit. Um, Mother Mary means expect a miracle. Have faith that your prayers have been heard and are being answered. A message from Mother Mary is faith is the light that illuminates your pathway. Without faith, the future looks very frightening. That's why it's essential for you to take whatever steps are necessary to keep your mind and heart filled with faith. Please don't give up hope on yourself or other people. Keep the candle of faith burning within your soul as that one small inkling of hope can eradicate the darkness of despair. Be the light that eliminates someone else's gloomy hopelessness as well. For as you make others stronger... It strengthens not only yourself, but the entire world. Aww. I'm all like, 
I know. So I would always get that one. That's very, and, very um, beautiful. I'm so glad that that yeah. the mother was trying to reach out to you during that yeah. time. And some of the, yeah, absolutely. And some of the various meanings are letting go of worrisome thoughts, keep your thoughts positive, pray, engage in spiritual healing, notice and follow any di- divine guidances you may receive. Mm. And I'm just like, <laughs> but it was, it was her way of, of talking yeah, to me. Trying to give you peace time. during that time. That's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, everybody, you know, this was a special episode with tomorrow being yeah. Easter. We wanted to honor this, you know, historical goddess and um, in closing mother Mary is the beloved mother of Christ who's known as the queen of angels for her ongoing and miraculous healing work. Mary works closely with anyone who is a child advocate, teacher, or healer. She loves children and is devoted to making the world a safe and happy place for them, which we need to do. She is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is the ultimate. Yes. Mother. You know, they are our future and we need good mothers for them. Teach them well and let them leave. Yes. Them all the beauty. I was just thinking the coming to America. Wow, I just ruined the whole beautiful moment. Hey, that is our MO. Okay. Sexual chocolate. We're not allowed to be serious on this show. Sorry, guys. Give them a sense of pride. I'll keep going. Make it easier. All right, everybody. (laughs) All right. I just completely blew it. No, we love you so much. (laughs) We needed some light. (laughs) Yes. Well, because it can get really heavy. Like, I mean, that's that's heaviness. Woo. That Catholic guilt is real, son. (laughs) Um experience it all the time but um we want to thank you so much for as always listening all the way to the end please 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 follow us on where do you goddess go? chat leos which is on instagram or you can email us goddess chat at yahoo.com not dot net dot com or dot org dot wordpress dot <laughs> slam. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. We love you. Thank you so much, goddesses. I love your faces. I love, I love your too. face. Yes. Bye. Right, I love you. Bye. Happy Easter. Happy Bunny Day. Hippity hop.